This morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you very much, Alliance. Uh, great song right there. That's our opener. That's our beautiful opener. Just a couple more months left of that, if you can believe it. We're closing in on football season, fall, Thanksgiving, Halloween, all that stuff right around the corner. Christmas decorations going up at stores. It's crazy. Crazy. Uh, and... Uh, in just a few minutes, we're hour and nine minutes away, ten minutes, sorry, from having the uh, the charity check. I think this is awesome. I love that Four Peaks did this. Everybody and, and everybody's giving me. Joan, have you seen Four Peaks? Is on that Zach Baggin show. They're doing ghost tours over at Four Peaks. Look, Never knew about the ghosts over there. I don't. I don't have to like everything they do. <laughs> the ghost thing. <laughs> well, look, it's promotion. Well, I, yeah, look, it's promotion. If if Guy Fieri shows up at their place, we'll we'll cut ties with them completely, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Zach Baggins is close, but for I get sure like Melissa knows that, that right. It's no... the novelty of it all. Fine. <laughs> Gotta cut ties because of that. Huh? If Guy Fieri showed up at four piece, I cut. T- I give the check back today. <laughs> Hello, Hus. Can yeah, uh, can we back, get yeah, better exactly. with you guys? I would absolutely <laughs> like. We're, yeah. we're gonna move over yeah. to uh, find someone else. I won't deal with anybody who's been a, you know, that will currently get in bed with them. I understand in the past you got rooked by that shyster and fooled. I get it. In the future, if Guy Fieri shows up and you're like, Hey, you want to put your restaurant on a flip-flop? Uh, no, thank you, weirdo. Leave, please. Okay, off you go. <laughs> off to a different flavor town. Oh, you, you've been revealed as a complete culinary disaster. I don't want to know what you like. That makes the restaurant worse. If he bites it and goes, nummy num-nums, that means it's terrible. Because if you've been to his restaurant, you know that his palate is brutally bad. That man doesn't know what good food tastes like. Because <laughs> he serves. I would. I think I'd just rather put my tongue on fresh cat crap than ever <laughs> eat at Guy Fieri's restaurant again. You want your garbage nachos or this plate of fresh cat poop? Meow. <laughs> I'd rather lick the actual dispenser that produced this cat poop than eat your garbage nachos. Come here, Miss Lily Pickles. Trash can nachos, radishes, raisins, and salsa. Put it on a flip-flop. All right, douche McGee. Move it out. <laughs> but yeah, so I will cut ties with any anyone who does that. But they haven't yet. But they do have the ghost hunter out there, which I find almost hysterically tongue-in-cheek. 
Is he is he out there for? Was it a one off or is he out know. there for a little bit? I think he just goes to places to see if there are spirits there. Doesn't he? And just like well, a I mean, random. There's the worst. No, maybe, he, he hears about he, stuff and he gets, okay, so they, he gets invited. Yeah. I mean, all bars have spirits. Like that, technically. Yeah. Uh, that they Four Peaks them. place is supposedly haunted right. for a while. Enough of that. Stop it. I know. That's why it's. All buildings that are more than 70 years old in America, we act like they're haunted. But we, we forget that, you know, there's thousand year old buildings in Europe. And that doesn't mean all of them have ghosts in them. <laughs> and ghosts don't do anything. I always go back to that. There's been zero committed crimes, zero problems from ghosts ever. The worst case is they'll open a cabinet in front of Zach Baggins and he loses his mind. <laughs> they don't do anything. I don't know why we even care if they Help are Help the there. community. They do, yeah, start sweeping up. Go build something. Stop being ghosts that are ineffective. They're completely Knocking impotent. Knocking over a lamp. What a pain. Yeah, why are you doing that? You're just a dick. You're like a cattail. That's the, the most you'll get out of a ghost is the same behavior you get out of a cattail. Or a pit bull's whip tail. You can't have drinks close to the edge of the table. They'll knock them across the room. And that's more effective than a ghost. A ghost is essentially the tail of a big dog. They don't do anything. I don't know what our fascination is. Oh, they have ghosts. Ghosts have never done anything. Ever. They've never killed anyone. They've never hurt anybody. They've never gotten in the way. You can go right through them. And again, that's the whole premise. I go back to my philosophy on ghosts. Deep down... No one actually believes that they're real at all because if the police ever said to you, your child's been abducted by ghosts, you would call for their jobs. You know, even the most fervent ghost believer, if they lost their car in a parking lot and the cops said, I have no idea who did this. We believe it was the act of ghosts. It only happened in Polar Guys. That person would be f- you. Go find my car. You and I both know it's Mexicans. Now go get them. <laughs> No, no, no. A ghost did this. So even if you believed in ghosts and all their powers and abilities, you'd never believe that they did the crime that was committed to you. You'll, you'll throw it on other people. I think ghosts were involved in that heist. Unless it's your stuff. Suddenly ghosts are no longer, and you're looking at Mexicans again, and your, your bigotry kicks in. <laughs> Jackasses. But yeah, Four Peaks says they're ghost stuff. And I'm sure Zach Baggins will turn the... You know, after hours, they'll go through all the kegs and stuff, and they'll have that night light on, and night vision. And you'll you hear, hear that? And you'll hear, hear that. <gasps> I think a ghost just opened and closed the cabinet. He just wanted some checks mix or something. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's no threat to you. Turn the TV off. Maybe he gets over the barrel. This cha-ching has a ghost. A person <laughs> envious of people that have their things. No, no, no. Uh-uh. No, there's no ghost. At all. But they are going to help us out this morning. So maybe the ghosts make them some money. That's a good thing. I would have talked them out of that. So what, you got Zach Baggins coming to the place? Is that the best idea? Really? People coming in hoping that ghosts Just like saying. move their fries around? Or what's the goal here? Well, if people think there's ghosts and we can serve them empty plates... And say a ghost dated on the way, and then they'll still charge him. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, that's actually a great idea. We can only serve half beers and go, the ghost won't let us pour full beers. Only charge full price. Now, if you start doing that stuff where the ghosts actually get involved. You're it, for that? I'm all for that. Like, look, the ghost told me you can't eat this. I have to take a bite of your sandwich or the ghost is going to cut my throat at your table. 
I'm sorry. It's just something that happened. Violent ghost. <laughs> well, I don't want you to die today. So here, here, have some of my rye. It's silly. But in an hour and five minutes, the ghosts at, uh, at uh, Four Peaks are going to help us out. And again, it's going to be on our website, 98kupd.com. I need the ghouls. We need you today to try to get this done. And we get $10,000 from Four Peaks. How easy is this? And I said I'd match up to five thousand because originally it was five thousand dollars. I said I'd match it ten thousand dollars. I didn't budget for that. I'm spending a lot of money right now on construction. I, I got to settle down. <laughs> but yeah, I'll match. I mean, that's still a decent chunk of change, and it's a, it's it's exactly five thousand dollars more than a company's putting in for the tournament they broke. So you'd think the deep coffers of the billionaire company that broke our charitable tournament that is dying for a charity award would be more than happy to make good on what we threw away still haven't heard a word the charity cricket there there's the charity cricket hey hey charity cricket what'd you hear from the lawyers all right do they want to give any money to the charity that they broke oh of course okay thanks charity cricket Charity Cricket came by and said, nothing's going to happen. We'll take care of it. I actually like the Charity Cricket. Charity Cricket's great. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Whoa, what did you just say? Charity Cricket, that's enough. I agree, though. <laughs> Lawyers that ruin charity events and then walk away. Not even like a letter saying, sorry about that. By the book, we screwed your ch- tournament. Not even anything. Nope, nothing but the charity cricket. <laughs> I've been listening for him. He's out there. I called the lawyer there to say, hey, you wrecked my uh, golf tournament that gives money to the Humane Society. What are you going to do about that? Oh, you, you deferred charity to the charity cricket. Let me, uh, let me take you to our charity cricket department and see what he has for you. Nothing. But we'll do it. We'll do it ourselves. And we'll win that goddamn award everybody loves here. And keeping it. It's beautiful. Uh, my worst fears uh, were uh, personified yesterday on the news. This is the worst death. Uh, I don't know if this guy died or not. I'm rooting for him, but I'm kind of rooting for him to go whichever way he's feeling. Um, he was a, a worker at a golf course yesterday up in uh, on Bell Road, and it's in Sun City West. He's just a maintenance guy doing his thing. And then suddenly his, uh, he, he falls down. And his coworkers see him, and he's got his grass clippings all over his body. I'm like, what happened? Like grass clipping, he's covered in grass. Looks like he's in a mound of grass clippings. And they're like, oh no. And they go over to save him. Like something happened. Like the lawnmower blew up or something happened. They re- and, and then they go over and they realize, oh, those aren't grass clippings. Those are bees. He's in a mound of bees. He, oh. he had a, a, 2,000 stings. The worst thing was as he tried to get the bees out of his, you know, you're breathing them in. Right. Yeah. So they go into his nose and his mouth and his throat. Internal stings. Internally stinging him. Oh. And, and he's trying to blow them out of his nose. But every time you do that, you got to uh. breathe in. Sucks bees into his nose. It's inside his head. It's everything. 2,000 stings. He was in terrible condition. And uh, he's on life support. Because, I mean, he's just too... De- he's so covered. Venom. His head. They thought his head was covered in grass. Like, what's going on? 
And it was just bees covered, 2,000 bee stings. And I don't know, venom is a major part of it. How much of it is choking? How much of it is swelling internally? I'm if it's like, you know, like if you get stung in the esophagus, yeah, that's going to swell up inside your nostrils, going to swell up your tongue, your throat. I mean, you could be choking to death. Oh, oh, I cannot think of a worse way to go. Like that is horrifying. It says uh, he's fighting for his life, estimating. At least 2,000 external stings. Uh, the fire and medical authority were there. Uh, the, the fire department saw them and were like, whoa. And they had to put the bee suits on and just start hitting them with the foam. It looked like a rave. Yikes. It was at Pebblebrook Golf Course. Uh, firefighters arrived. They found the guy. Uh, he's in his 50s, covered in bees. You make it 50-plus years in your life, and you go out because you bumped into a beehive. Uh, I said, uh we also thought it was grass clippings all over his face, and as we got closer, we realized it was just bees everywhere. Um, they immediately uh, did the whole foamy thing. They've had six bee incidents. They responded. And that's why I don't ride my bike in May. And starting about right now, when the weather starts doing the 90-degree deal, I went on a ride Sunday, and I'm like, oh, we're in bee heaven right now. This could be when the bees wake up, bees and snakes. And I don't usually ride when it's in the 90s because that's when they – I've been in a swarm the once. swarms are moving. It's horrible. It looks like a cloud. You don't even know it's like animals. like so organized. I'm like, wow, that's a really strange smoke puff. <laughs> Was there a fire? And then you start to hear, and it moves by you, and you're like, that's, that's an animal. That's a very organized bundle. Don't hit it. Horrifying. A little bit of everything and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Josh and I were riding out of Brown's Ranch one time, and it was that same thing. You just hear that just hum, oh. and it's like, whoop, let's go this way. You go, yeah, and you run. Like, yeah. it's ominous. And there's no fight in that. No, no. There's nothing you can do. You can lay down all you want. If you piss them off, they just go in. I can't imagine being stung in your nostrils. Like, that's the one that gets me, the, me the breathe in, and then, and then right up in here where your eyes... And your nose kind of are meeting. That's where you'd suck them up. You know when you get a big snot and you go like that and oh, you feel it go right yeah. and you feel it all the way through and you feel how your body's built because you feel the path it takes. Stop now imagine it. those are bees Stop it crawling it. around in there. Your ears inside your ear Looking hole. To set up a new honeycomb in your skull. Oh, yeah, and your eyeballs—they don't care. Stinging you in the eyes, crawling around inside your head. Good Christ! <laughs> and just. Smashing you. And the only exposed part of this guy, because he's a maintenance worker, because he had the long sleeves and the, the green jeans on, were his hands and his face and head. So 2,000 stings were probably from the neck up. And all I think about are the holes. Because you can't, you, you wouldn't think to plug your nose and keep your mouth shut. You got to breathe. And you're just sucking them in. And if it's those holes that you actually do, then your ears and your eyes are in danger. Awful. Worst way to go. A bee attack. 
I'd much rather be like I, I think drowning. I, fire's close, but bees have to be up there, man. That would be so slow. John, I was oh. stung over forty times at once, oh. and that amount of venom makes you sick as hell. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine forty times what I got hit yeah. with. I had them in my ears, and that's a uh, sound that I'll never uh, forget. Oh, the sound! I didn't even think of that part. The sound in your ears, you can hear them crawling and buzzing and stinging and... Oh, God. But he's fighting for it, and I'm rooting for him. John, as a paramedic, we responded to a man being attacked by bees, and the bees chased us back into the rescue where we were getting stung in the cab and the back of the ambulance. There's not a lot you can do when you have a special unit there. The most horrifying one was the lady a few years ago that was sitting at the stoplight with her dog, and they flew in the window in a swarm. And just took him out. Ugh. I think her dog died like pretty quickly, and then she was a mess. She couldn't even get out of the car. The bees just went, there's a hole. Went shot into the car and started to hammer her, and she ran out to get help, and the dog was done. Horrible. Just awful. So I'm rooting for that cat. I hope he does well. I hope that's a good thing. And then the funniest story of the day yesterday that I found that I didn't know this had happened. You know the show Judge Hatchet? <laughs> Did you hear about this? Yes. <laughs> Judge Hatchet. Oh. She was the one who, uh, she defended that one guy who got shot in his car a few years ago. She's an actual real. Did she have her own show? Well, right? yeah, she got her own show too, but she, uh, she was a, um, I forget the name of that guy. Um, he was in Minnesota. It was a, it was a bad case, but she defended him. Well, she was at a, um, <laughs> he was. It's not good. Monday, the, it just says a Georgia sheriff pleaded guilty Monday to groping TV's Judge Glenda Hatchet. Uh, she went to a, uh, a sheriff's convention from Georgia. And so she said that they were at... Oh, uh, Philando Castile was the one she defended, that guy that got shot in his car a few years ago in, the, in Minnesota. So she's at the Sheriff's Association and is a guest of one of the sheriffs and wanders over to this guy... And uh, she says, I'm not familiar with your county. And he's probably a little lit up. And he goes, my county is right here in Georgia. And he points kind of towards her chest. And she goes, oh, in the heart of Georgia. He goes, yep, right there in the heart of Georgia, baby. And he points at her chest some more. And then his left hand just goes, I'm going to grab your breath. (laughs) And he just starts rubbing and massaging her can. And she said, I'm a strong person. I had no idea what to do, and I just froze while this guy just stared at me and rubbed my left breast. So she laid in bed for two days. Come on, everybody's got a coworker that does that at <laughs> sure work at a convention <laughs> work parties. Come on, you probably wore a hot shirt. You were begging for it. <laughs> so it said it, she said it happened on a Tuesday and Thursday morning. I still couldn't get out of bed, so I started counseling that day. And she goes, I didn't know what to do. She sat in the courtroom. Uh, in the front row, well, Judge Carl Bauer sentenced this cootie guy. His name was... Uh, That's his name? Yeah. yeah. Cootie. <laughs> Chris Cootie. Chris Cootie. Sheriff Cootie. <laughs> ah, sorry, Judge Hatchet. I just gave you cooties. <laughs> uh, the, the judge uh, hammered the guy away. He gave him uh, one year uh, on probation and a $500 fine, 400 hours of community service. Now, uh, I don't know if the guy walks away going, all right. I don't know how nice that was for him. But uh, the sheriff's attorney said that uh, he sent his resignation letter. I don't know how you defend that guy. You have to have the retarded lawyer to yeah. help out with that. Yeah. The Associated Press uh, doesn't name people who say they were victims of sexual abuse unless they come forward. So Judge Hatchett had to say, it's okay to say my name. I'm one of those. She goes, I don't want to be the poster child for this. 
but I think it's important for me to be very candid. It's important that other victims see uh, me holding them accountable. So a lesson to everybody. Don't grab judges. There's Chris. There's he. There he is. He oh, looks, yeah. He looks like Brady with hair. <laughs> he looks like soft, sweet Brady with not hair. not his first groping. How you doing there, darling? I don't think I'm familiar with where exactly you're from in Georgia. Why, it's just left of the panhandle of your left, my friend. Right in this area here, by swamps and such. It's a bloated Steve Spurrier. <laughs> then we moved. You ever been down on the yeah, coast? Yeah, we moved and we went down to the coastline. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then we was in the backwoods for a little bit. <laughs> then we moved back up here to where I'm originally from. Then we dabbled with the second home at the coastline. So let me get my other hand involved to show you Georgia's best part. And then we was in the peach. <laughs> Bring that anywhere. You think Opio ever pointed to Yuma on somebody? <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Opio. I'm not sure where you're from. Well, that's because I'm from here. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? I'm down by the border, baby. He would be aggressive. About oh, yeah. <laughs> that has to be the noise that Mrs. Arpaio's heard every time he's thrown a finger. <laughs> So are you ready for loving, sweet Mrs. Arpaio? I'm not so... <laughs> Take that. Right in your Tucson. Right there. Oh, there's no defense for that, Border Patrol. <laughs> let's check out Yuma. Yeah, let's go over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Galas. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an aggressive sexual man. <laughs> So sometimes I like to spend a little time in Sholo. Ow, you are squeezing me so hard, sir. <laughs> That's Sholo in the White Mountains. And I'm over here in Payson. Ow, my belly, sir. And I work my way back up over here to Kingman. <laughs> you are squeezing my breast off, sir, please. And sometimes I like to stick my tongue in a Grand Canyon, you oh. know what I mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm Sheriff George Pyle. That's what I'm talking about. And you've just been grown by the best, baby. <laughs> Lastly, the four corners. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom, bomb. Gotcha. Any more questions about my state? No, sir. I have been thoroughly raped. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> Who else needs to know where Yuma is? Uh, I just find out where Yuma is. You ever been to Wilcox? <laughs> yeah, this sheriff decided to go, I'm from here. And then he felt it, the vibe that wasn't there. And just started. Went to the next county. Mas- let me just massage your breast and see if we're going anywhere with this. Judge Hatchet. <laughs> judge. Anybody that has the word judge before their name, unless it's Judge Reinhold, you don't touch their boobs. Uh, still, I'm not going to touch Judge Reinhold. <laughs> I'd touch Judge Reinhold's uh, boobs before Judge Hatchet's, just because I know Judge Reinhold might laugh. Judge Hatchet's taking me to court. <laughs> I don't trust Judge Hatchet. Did you just brush up against my breast? I did. Okay. There's going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> you understand that, right? Yes, Judge Hatchet. So just serve me some lemonade. I'll get you some lemonade <laughs> down here on the porch. You mean this porch here? Nothing, enough of that. <laughs> hey, I want to get on my missing porch. Missing a screen. Hey, check it out. A porch swing. I got one of those. It's just missing a rope. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm going. <clears throat> I'm going to go refill my glass of lemonade. Think about what's just happened around here. <laughs> you see me over there, fellas? He probably was bragging. Yeah. I grabbed Judge Hatchet's <laughs> a second ago. She ain't done anything about it. A few years later, he's on the side of the road picking up garbage in an orange jumpsuit. What are you in for? <laughs> <laughs>
You know who Judge Hatchet is? <laughs> I grabbed her at a convention. Deep up in there. Yeah, I was thoroughly examining her. Yeah, Judge <laughs> Sheriff Arpaio was sexually aggressive. Now I kind of want to see him doing it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Doing oh, the all of it. No, I want to watch. I want to watch. About a far no. reach. I want to Sheriff Joe Sexton. Ninety years old. No, speaking of ninety years old, do you have the clip yeah. of the worst human being on the planet? Now, keep in mind, you're coming off the worst or like since I'll say since Hawaii has been a state, we've had one really bad president. As far as behind a microphone, you never know what's going to happen. Somehow or another, we didn't think that could get, quote, trumped. This dude's worse. Biden's worse. This is Joe Biden speaking to the victims of the Maui fire yesterday. I I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. No. To make a long story short, Too late. I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside, this dude is talking to people who have lost an entire city and tried to tell a story about wires in a pond by his house getting hit by lightning. My house is gone, and a couple of my family members have been smelted. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, sorry, you almost lost that vet that you didn't even come close to losing. Eight hundred missing, sir. They've been uh, yeah. Is it that many? Thousand people not here. For. Sorry about your almost cat, Dr. Jill, and Corvette loss that turned out to be nothing. By the way, might want to clear out the wires from the pond. Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah. That's where they're grounded. I mean, one of the times I was out there in a wiry pond filled with live electric eels. I can relate to that. Almost lost my vet and some important files in the garage. I was on fire once. That's why I look like this and burn victim, clearly. Anyway, I can relate to everything. Yeah. I've not... been okay with Jill, but not my vet. <laughs> When's the my election? cat, my vet. When's the election? Hopefully you guys understand. I feel your pain. My kitchen cut fire once for five seconds from my wire pond. A little bit of everything. I do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I have a pond full of wires. Got hit by lightning. Lake. You do not. Went up through the heating ducts. No, it didn't. That's not what wires do. Yeah, too. Got wires in a pond connected to the heating ducts. <laughs> what do you have, a booby-trapped home? Turns out, yes. Anyway, we were out there. Dr. Jill's like, kitchen fire. So I can completely relate to the devastation of an entire town. Thousands of people missing, hundreds dead. Because I almost lost my vet once. Six hours in the water, I can relate. I've done it. I'm one of you. We lost 30 people in the water. They drowned. I was in the bathtub once and fell asleep. I can relate. I completely fell asleep in the bathtub. You know how close I was to losing that vet? Never would have drove it again if I'd have sucked in some water. Dodged a bullet there. I relate to you. We're the same.
I have sickle cell. Yeah, I've been black before I got that. Oh, no, Joe. Joe. Joe's the guy who, when you tell him you're not feeling well, tells you he's not either. He's a person, like, I broke, like, I... He's it, an empath. I, I've, yeah, it, it's not empath. It's He's a <laughs> narcissist is what he is. If, if I told Joe, yeah, I had a hip surgery. I had hip surgery. Did you? Well, no, but almost. No, then you didn't. Everybody that you talk to is like, yeah, my shoulder recovery. I had shoulder, my shoulder recovery was easy. Okay, you're God. They're the guy that always, t- my dad used to do this all the time. I'm like, I got a headache. I got half a headache too. Okay, so what? I've got a headache. <laughs> I was first. It's not a contest on who's sicker. They'll be back in California. I've been mudding. I've been, I've been, in, a, I've been, I've been in an earthquake and hurricane before. A little pond once covered in wires. And, and Loch Ness Monster came out there. It shook up our whole house. It was crazy. So I can relate. Mudslide, my family's buried. I know what mudslides are. I had one at TGI Fridays once. Got so <laughs> sick for three days. This guy's an idiot. Then you'll have Trump going the other way. I'm going to buy Lahaina. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fix Lahaina. It. Watch this. Bing. Magic. It's not done yet, but you'll see it in a few years. I can see it. It's all done. You're all good. You're all better. If you had, if you had, you know, a better president, this wouldn't have burned down. I would have kept Lahaina alive. Yeah, he would just talk about how it wouldn't have happened under his watch. We'd had sprinklers going 24-7 in Lahaina. I've been here. I know how bad it got. I've been there. Very dry. Very dry, like Dr. Jill Biden. I understand the dry lands. I've been married to Dr. Jill for a long time. It's tinderbox down there. Here's the paper towel. Clear cut. Vagina's like a wheat thin. But all kidding aside. (laughs) What is he talking about? Anyway, I had one Maui Wowie taco or whatever that is. Damn it, you people eat a lot of spam. (laughs) But I can relate. Nobody wants to hear your kitchen fire from your wire pond right now. <laughs> and he's not he's not getting beat up for it like he should. Like, that's one of those tone-deaf moments where you're like, all right, we need another guy. Howley doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate Howley's? I'm born 80% Hawaiian native. Name's Jokaloki. I took an uha ul when I first moved. You call it a U-Haul. I call them uha ul's. Because I'm Hawaiian deep down. Everything needs to be pronounced that way, I got way, a rewards sir. card for the Maui Hilton. Makes me a native. Yeah, you mean the one that's not there anymore, sir? We're going to make you guys a state. Um, nope. Who wants to tell him? And it burnt down. Make it, I said, make state, not steak. One time I was making steak, I caught fire. You mean Maui itself or the whole Hawaiian island chain? By the way, always keep, check the ocean for wires. That's where I keep all my loose wires. Hunter documents. He might be. I don't know how we did it. I don't know how Donald Trump is a better orator. I don't know how that happened. But, yeah. We're all for 2 in the last eight years with guys representing us. You can be a fan of them, but you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's it. you got to have a higher bar for your leader. It can't be him. Yeah. Are you Honestly. Saying, are you saying that Biden just Brady'd Maui? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. By, uh, Biden Bogan. <laughs> I Biden Bogan. You guys realize that I've almost been on fire before. My story's sad. I know you're all missing your grandparents and your ukulukis and ukuleles. Whatever. Ukulukis. <laughs> your native in Fleetwood Mac's dead. Did you see that? His restaurant burned down. That's a tragedy. Great spot. Anyway. I live in a house with wires and then heating ducts that go into water. I'm in charge of the world. 
So you're in charge of the earth, and you have a pond full of wires connected to your air conditioning ducts? Yep. Started the kitchen on fire once. That's what happens when old people have things. If aliens came down right now, Brady, and looked at you, in all honesty, and said, take me to your leader, would you do it? Or would you lie and go, I'm the leader? (laughs) I can't introduce you to that guy. Take me to your leader. Hey, what's going on? You're green. I was green once. I had the flu. Watch this. I can pirouette. Take him to Canada. Let him meet Trudeau. <laughs> Take him anywhere. Yeah. Um, this is him. Katie I'm Hobbs. I'm taking him to leader. Here Katie you go. Hobbs. I'm going to take you to Katie Hobbs. She's not adult. I have a feeling that the first words you'd hear in the White House, uh, Mr. President, the aliens are here. Holy sh**. You're not kidding. Wow. I've been to space once. Oh, no. I was on an acid trip to Garcia, Grateful Dead, back in Delaware. He's bad. That was a bad moment. And those pe- I felt bad. I-, I rarely have empathy. And I felt really bad for the people of Hawaii listening to that jack. Where were the boos, by the way? Where's the crowd right. not going, boo? No crowd. Oh, is that why? Oh, no, no, I no. See he was that. talking to somebody. He was talking to people. He's Where was he? He's on a lectern. Four or five people. And on rubble. <laughs> it's like if uh, the World Trade Centers went down and Bush stood on top and went, yeah, I've seen buildings fall before. I've been part of this. Never like this before. Yeah, no, I've seen planes crash, too. I was a pilot. Nobody cares about you right now. That was a horrible moment. And so. you interview the people that live there that they are just, oh, some of the fakes for nothing. We've been asking for help <laughs> yeah. for years. I know. Well, I've been dealing with an open pond full of wires. You got to understand, I got my own problems. Yeah, I got this pond, and every time I get in there, it hurts. It's these open wires, sir, and for some reason they're connected to your heating vents. <laughs> you got to keep the heating vents going. They don't require electricity. They're just a conduit. Literally, that's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> I thought conduit wire was... Okay. Nope. There's kitchen, and that's a story no one's ever heard before. Dr. Jill, the cat in the Corvette, almost burned down once. <laughs> Almost lost him while I was on Meet the Press. But they got out. Everything's fine. Sorry about Maui. <laughs> He's an idiot. I'd like to see Dr. Jill's face on that. Oh, I'd like to see that? anybody who's like that. Oh, his staff oh. and everything. I'd like to see the writers of his speech come oh, oh, Who wrote oh, that? Nobody. Who wrote that? Nobody He's, wrote that. He went off script. going rogue again. God damn it. He's going rogue again. I'm only supposed to talk about you guys. But a few seconds about me real quick. I took a train here once. To Hawaii? Yeah. Took my train, Amtrak, all the way from Scranton to Honolulu. Anyway. Well, how about the time you swam from island to island? <laughs> yeah, I did that once, too. Uh, and then my kitchen caught fire. No. You sure? What, when you were swimming across your pond? I used to be married to Morgan Fairchild. Oh, no. my God, he's the liar. <laughs> Here we go. That's the ticket. I want to ask Dr. Jill, remember the harrowing uh, pond wire uh, heating duct kitchen fire? Uh, no, uh, I don't. 15 years ago? I almost lost my pussy, my car, and my pussy. Ha <laughs> ha, all kidding aside. <laughs> all kidding aside would have stopped you from telling that story. Not a great time to kid. Get on with it. Help, brah. This thing you guys do with the pinky and the thumb, that's neat. Hang loose. Texas fans. Yeah, you put another finger up means I love you in sign language. I was deaf once. Idiot. Anyway, uh, we got to get to this. 
I'm sorry, I got off on the Joe Biden because I found it hysterical. And again, I'm only here for the jokes. Anybody that supports him, like, vehemently isn't paying attention. You're just lost in the tribal tribalism. Recognize that we need a better guy. I don't care if we have a Democrat or Republican president next. Yeah. Just recognize we need a better guy. Just need a guy. Young. We need He's a better guy. We, we need a man. Yes. Let's be not 70, 80, yeah, or yeah, almost yeah, exactly. 90. Exactly. We just need a better guy. And again, cognitive skills don't get better in your 80s. So unless you're like me and you're just here for the jokes, <laughs> vote Biden. Because <laughs> it's going to get funnier for the next few years. <laughs> And scarier. By the way, I'm also a little teapot short. No, and no, no. Here is my hand. <laughs> hey, Judge Hatchet. Nice. <laughs> give me a grab of that. This is where I'm from in Delaware. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Right now, it's you know time to get back to school. And uh, it's time to pick up those bikes. All in stock Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are on sale all month long. So uh, no fat bottom girls when you go visit Action Ride Shop, all right? Maybe they'll give you the fat bottom girls special as well. So actionrideshop.com or just go talk to Josh and the boys. Uh, on the list, Foxy Shazam, Five Finger Death Punch, Stained. Disturbed. The Meat Men have a song called Morrissey Must Die. Uh, Steel Panther. Queen, obviously, Fat Bottom Girls. Lane Staley's birthday would have been today. Uh, Pantera, Mudvayne. Fugitive. Is it Lane's birthday today? Yeah. Well, we got to go with that, then. Let's do it. We Die Young is fantastic. And Beautiful. Very fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, man. Well, we all knew it. Yeah. He's one of those that you just knew was going to get iced early he was doing it to himself jerry cantrell i'll never forget that interview he did on love line and i think adam carolla asked i don't remember if it was carolla or a guest or whatever somebody asked when are you guys going back out on tour and it was when the uh the green album with yeah, again the, the tripod dog yeah, tried yeah. three three-legged dog was on it and jerry said whenever lane comes out of his uh, apartment he's like is he he's like he never comes out anymore we don't see him like it's over and that was like four years or five years before he died, and they were still have, they couldn't get him out of the place. He's like, "Yeah, we got to fix this." And Doctor Drew was concerned, and he's like, "There's nothing we can do. We've done everything." Like I just remember that interview being so like they were so fed up with the idea that we've tried to help, and it just we're still doing it. But man, it's what can we do? Then he shaped up for a little bit, and then he went away again. They said when uh, Jerry Cantrell said the last time he saw him, he opened the door, he didn't recognize him. He had just. It, you know, become, become nothing. He disintegrated into this 90-pound thing. And he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't open the door. He'd just look out the window and yell at him. He wouldn't come out. It's a well, those, sad, sad story. Well, those last Alice in Chains songs, the ones around that uh, box set, there was one, what was it? There was Fear of the Voices and then the other one, I can't remember uh, what it was. But I guess they said... box? Yeah. They, I guess they said that you could actually... He was missing so many teeth yeah. and stuff that you can hear the S's were... Th- yeah, it was, it was he F- couldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was a mess. It's a sad story, but it was, boy, it was telegraphed. Yeah. We saw that one from Jump. He listened to the lyrics of every song. He was telling you what was going on. He left us with some great stuff, that's for sure, and this is one of them. It's your wake-up song. It's Allison Chains. Happy birthday, Lane. It's We Die Young. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 